This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We're continuing the show here. It's Kelly and Ramya on AMI, and we're glad to have you here. I'm sticking around for the whole show. I'm Ramya, and Grant Hardy is here for the first hour with me, and then we'll swap out. I know. Did I sound a little hesitant? Like, well, maybe. Maybe I'll be here. Grant Hardy's here with us. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I do? No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Always no. great to be with you guys. It's a lot of fun, and we're going to continue with that as we talk a little audio entertainment with Mike Fair. Audio entertainment and accessible technology are increasingly important in our lives. I'm Mike Fair, here to help you make the most out of your devices. We'll share tech tips and product reviews. Plus, I'll steer you towards the best accessible games, audio dramas, and podcasts. We'll talk about it all here on Kelly and Ramya. Mike, the spooking never ends. Well, it's only two days after Halloween anyway, so we'll continue talking about these things. Uh, If you've ever wanted to haunt a house, you're in luck this year because, Mike, you're here to talk about a timely release from Choice of Games called Ghost Simulator. So what difference does it make that this is uh, from the hosted games section of the site? Hosted Games is uh, sort of the knockoff brand. So you have the main brand, and then uh, which is Choice of Games, and they're desi- they're written by uh, uh, people in the company, right? So the company has them on staff, but uh, they also allow other people to use their system, the Choice Script system. And so th- these games on the Hosted Games section and in the Hosted Games app are written by independent authors who get uh, you know a share of the sales uh, for their creations. So they make deals with uh, choice of games, and then their games are hosted up there. And so the quality can vary kind of widely, but there's a lot of good gems out there. Uh, last year, we did one uh, all about a, a zombie outbreak that was uh, Zombie Haven, really excellent stuff. And this year as well, uh, we seem to have lucked into another gem. Speaking of choice, how much choice is there throughout this game? Well, it's basically these games are uh, a three-card trick, kind of, because they they are uh, basically based on choose-your-own-adventure books. Uh, So you get a range of choices, and there's stats and variables, which keep track of items you've found or not found, things that how uh, much the family might be terrified or believe in ghosts. Uh, because of your activities, things like that are all kept track of numerically, and it will influence the choices that you get offered and what you're actually able to do. So it's the choices are more uh, than I expected. I really I didn't expect it to go so broadly. It's a lot to keep track of, uh, and uh, so you get uh, basically you get different events, the same events every time you play the game, but you approach them with different choices and, and like different powers possibly. Uh, things like that. So mm. more more than I expected with choices. Okay, so it's like a multiple choice presentation, I guess. And yeah, you talked about some of these choices in context of a story. So what's the story of Ghost Simulator? So basically, Samantha Brooks is a best-selling horror writer, and uh, she wants inspiration. So she gets uh, this haunted house and moves her family in hoping to find, you know, some inspiration in this big gothic mansion in the U S 
and a couple of teens are up in the attic exploring, uh, and they and you suddenly find yourself conscious as these teens are poking around where you are, and uh, you can choose uh, different ghostly powers from a range of them, uh, everything from dreams, uh, invasion of dreams to poltergeist, moving objects around, things like that. Uh, apparition, you can appear before people, you can whisper uh, so that they can hear. There are a bunch of these powers. You can pick three of them. And basically, you take those three and you try your best to uh, you know, see what you want to do. You're trying to unravel your past. You, you're just a, a awakened spirit and you're trying to figure out, you know, have no memory of who you are, why you died, and you want to know, right? So uh, you can even set the objective, like whether you want to leave eventually, leave the house, or whether you want to scare the family out of the house because this family has moved into the house uh, and you can decide how to uh, react to them. So you kind of go through their uh, event adventure in this house and you can sort of choose uh, how what kind of ghost you want to be. I mean, I feel like I would at least want the option in the game, if I want to leave this house eventually, mm. at least give me that option, right? Uh, can you t maybe delve, in tell us a little bit more about the family in the game? Yeah, so Samantha Brooks is a famous horror writer, desperate for inspiration for her next novel. She's struggling. Uh, you know, uh, Mike is the husband. Michael Brooks is a doctor. Both of them are kind of struggling with married life. The wife, uh, Samantha, is really obsessed, uh, desperate to, to, you know, for her next big success in writing. So absent from the family, and that's uh, leading to troubles there. And... Uh, uh, the doctor, uh, Michael, the husband, is haunted by a tragedy in his past as well mm -hmm. as marital struggles. So he's, you know, there's a lot going on there. Holly, Ollie and Amber are two teens, basically, and uh, they are kind of have the modern teenage problems and angst and, and trying to figure out who they are, uh, facing temptations and various interests. Amber's, Amber's very thoughtful and uh, likes to write like Shakespeare. Uh, Ollie is kind of more typical teenage boy uh, in love uh, with, with a, a lady who you get to meet as well and uh, t prone to taking risks. He you know, wants to, you know, in a quest for popularity with his friends, he's willing to sort of engage in some risky behavior. So mm. there's that as well. Oh. So lots going on there. Lots for you to work with as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, lots of different personalities and um, I guess holes in history and background, right? Which always makes for interesting story filling and storytelling. How about your impressions, Mike? So you filled us in on the game. Uh, so far, how are you liking the choices? You know, you get more options than I would have thought. Uh, I, I went in with a, a somewhat lower expectations because it takes effort to put the amount of variables and things uh, every anytime you add an element, you risk breaking other things, right? So it takes effort to do this. It is more here than I would have expected, and the choices tend to make sense. You know, I, I haven't felt particularly cramped. Uh, you know, usually there are options that I would have thought of uh, or pick or wanted to pick, right? So that's kind of nice to see, and a good range, always a, a good nice range of you know four or five options between you know being nasty being nice or somewhere in between uh or leaving a situation without doing all the choices like you have more uh than a lot of these games give you so i was quite pleased with that yeah i'm wondering given the the breadth of 
choices that there seem to be in this game. It seems like the kind of thing where you could play uh, very many times and never sort of run out of ideas. Is that true? How large is this game, would you say? So this game is basically a total of about 300,000 words. So that's about equivalent of a large novel. Uh, It's uh, basically you play through, uh, you'd probably get about a, a short story, maybe a novella's worth for each playthrough. So you could easily play this through four or five times, making different choices, uh, choosing you know different options. Uh, you do eventually, you'd run out of op- of choice, meaningful choices that are different, right? But because you're always encountering the same series of events, of main events in the story. So you know there's there's room for replay. Uh, you know it, it has that much depth to it. Uh, and and uh, but you know there is a, a ultimately a limitation in that space. You're probably mm-hmm. going to get a you know a good you know I would say ten hours easily of uh, of entertainment from this. Ten hours in one gameplay. Uh, ten hours, you know, probably all maybe twelve to fifteen all through. You, you you're okay. probably going to take maybe an, a couple of hours for a, a, at most for a playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way that you described it, like word count of the game, is that a typical way of measuring, um, uh, what do you even call these, like adventure games and story games? Yeah, it's it's a commonly given metric, you know, oh. and, and it's an easier thing to total the number of words than it is to total the number of choices. Yeah. So I think that's why they lean on that. But you typically will see the length of words on the descriptions of these games. So you get at least some idea, ballpark of, how you know meaty they are how mm-hmm. how likely it is that they'll be very you know branching extensive you know long to play through right yeah. so it's it's a good basic metric yeah that's interesting i never thought of it that way but it makes a lot of sense when you explain it also um replayability is always an interesting thing to touch on because yes Technically, you can replay these kinds of games, but I wonder how many of us really are getting the gist of where things can go. It's kind of like predicting movies um, and or storylines of movies and books, right? You're potentially predicting how things can go if you make other choices while you're playing, especially if you're uh, the type of person to pick up things like this. So even though you can potentially replay once, twice, three times more, it's- would you do it? Yeah, there are some cases where I like I I'm not too uh, into being a totally nasty ghost, so I'm, I'm le- less likely to go far down that path. And and there's probably an extreme, you know, depth of of you know despicableness that you could reach if you wanted to, right? Uh, haunting this family. So you know, it's it's yeah. It's what kind of person? What kind of ghost do you want to be? What kind of experience do you want to have mm. with this stuff? And that will limit the replay somewhat. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you Grant. go ahead. Okay, I wanted to ask who would you recommend the game to, Mike? So anyone who is into light, fun horror, you know, that that and, and a bit of thoughtfulness. Like, really, this is, is kind of a good, you get lots of laughs. There are fun incidents when the ghost is trying to figure out modern technology and things like that. Doesn't always understand all our modern conveniences and things. So there's some laughs. There are some serious moments. It really does co- make you question, you know, what makes identity, what makes you the person you are. Uh, it's it's when you're playing this game, you, you kind of can't help but think of these things. So it, there's thoughtfulness there, and amid all the fun and the horror and the, you know, the the scary thoughts, right? There's there's uh, kind of, kind of more substance there as well. 
I really dig these adventure games and I love like the text adventure games. I think I'd really enjoy a choose your own adventure as well. But why do you think people are so intrigued and why there are so many horror themed adventure games? I guess it's because, you know, they really lend themselves. Horror is a genre that, that really is about choices at its core and the consequence of making choices with incomplete information, of being haunted by one's choices, uh, by regrets of one's actions, right? So there's, it's an easy thing to, for to, if you're looking to generate moments of meaningful choice. Horror offers an easier place to start with already the stakes being engaged, right? That the, the player is is pulled in. So it's it's a good, easy place to start uh in, in building the tension, building the that that you you kind of find yourself caring even before you really know the characters mm. very well. You're sort of drawn in quickly to a horror game. It is very enticing, that's for sure. Um how can we access these games? Are they everywhere? Yeah, they're basically you can get them on uh, the choiceofgames.com website and play them that way. You can also get them in the hosted games and choice of games apps. They're very accessible and I believe they're Android and iOS. And uh, you can basically buy, the apps are free, but you buy the games individually. So this costs $6.99 and uh, you can just buy it. uh, You can try it for free, uh, a couple of chapters. And that's true for all of these uh, choice of games. You basically get to try some of them for free and then decide, do I want to invest in the rest? So uh, that, you know, it's, it's not like you have to jump in without knowing anything about what you're paying for. So pretty good system, very accessible with voiceover and presumably talk back. I, I can't, I don't have an Android device, so I can't try that. But uh, from what I've heard, uh, it is. So uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, there's lots of fun to be had in, in the system. Ultimately, was this worth the price? I would say yes. You know, I've enjoyed it much more than I expected to. This really uh, was uh, rated. It was released October fifth. It was rated over seven hundred and thirty times now, and it's come up with a rating of four point seven out of five. So people have enjoyed this, and uh, you know, it's it's a lot of effort. You know, writing a game like this, keeping everything balanced, putting in all these choices, and making sure none of them break something mm. else in terms of reasonability. There's there's lots of effort into this. So I would say yes. It's Easily worth six ninety nine uh, for for that effort. Yeah, uh, you know, lots of lots of fun to be have to be had in a game like this. Well, Mike. Well, we love that you feature games along with other audio entertainment uh, options. So thank you very much, and we'll chat with you next week. All righty, we'll see you then. Okay, as Mike said, you can find Ghost Simulator and other choice based games on the Choice of Games website. That's Choice of Games. Or you can go to the hosted games app and find things there. Mike and Tech. And in the meantime, after the break, we're checking in with Fern Lullum from the UK. And we're talking about the difference between fear and anxiety. Lots to think about around the psychology of fear. We'll be back with that conversation on Kelly and Ramia. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.